Hi everybody, it's Salai and welcome back to Salai's Corner. So, I am titling this podcast, Stop Letting People Take Credit for Your Work. I feel really strongly about this and I want to talk to you about how to combat this, how to address problems like this, and I feel like the workplace and then in your work if you work for yourself, if you're a consultant, um, etc, etc. So... You know, why did I come up with this whole, you know, what does this mean? What does it mean when someone is taking credit for your work? When you're not being paid for it? When your name isn't, if if, if your name is not on the invoice, essentially, um, of the work that you do. That is what I consider you not being able to take credit for your work. I think that it's a huge, 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 huge problem. And... I believe that, and I believe that you should address it sooner than later, okay? Because where it starts is with people taking credit for your work, but it usually ends at someone else also being able to reap the benefits of your ideas and your work via essentially money. Um, And who doesn't want to be paid more, you know what I mean, for the ideas? I think one of the biggest... I almost want to say misconception, but it's not even a misconception, it's just a lie, you know, is that a lot of, like, not consumers, but a lot of, I would say, like, middle, middle level working, I don't know what, I'm not even talking about middle class, I mean, like, you work for somebody else, you work for a company, okay, I don't know what that's called, I don't know what that class is called, because I'm not really talking about socioeconomic class, but if you know the type of group, the group of people I'm talking about, then which is a lot of people, majority of people actually, then, you know, listen up. I feel like there there is a lie that has been spread. You know, oh, well, these people that are working for me, they don't really add much to the company. Or they themselves will think, oh, the work that I do is only minuscule in terms of the benefits that a company might acquire through your work and i'm here to tell you that that's a fucking lie okay it's a fucking lie it's not true um to be completely honest you guys hear that um to be completely honest if not for the work that you do your company would literally not be able to make millions and millions and millions and millions i mean in fact billions billions and almost trillions of dollars in market share revenue okay so that's why when for me personally it's like when I hear college graduates when I hear people saying well I didn't want to argue for more pay I didn't want to argue for what I feel like I deserved oh my gosh I'm so sorry you guys I'm like outside probably move somewhere else very shortly um, but they're like, oh, I don't want to argue for much pay. I just need to be happy with what I get. And I'm like, no, the fuck you don't. Okay. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> and I feel like I have to like, say this and I probably will be repeating some of the same lines today because I really need you guys to understand. <laughs> understand how infuriating it sounds. Um, infuriating it actually is, you know. Because you are essentially, you, you don't want to be paid for your efficiency and your work put in. 
that is growing your company shares almost 20 times. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 12, 13, 15, 16 times. Your company makes a lot of money for talented people. Okay, if not for the fact of the people that work for the company, the company would not be anything. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Okay, so how does one go about acquiring money for their work? You know, you have to position yourself in, I was going to say a convenient way, but even that is not, you know, convenience in terms of projects. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Also, work on your communication. You can't argue for more or do well in interviews, depending on your field, because, um, for me, I think I've mentioned this, but I have more of a technical background. And so for some of the interviews that I do are literal exams or tests. Um, and so, you know, sometimes we're asked like coding questions. Sometimes we're asked to do one thing. Sometimes we're asked, well, it's, 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 it's like a test. So, you know, like back in college, so we take actual like questions, like, depending on your field, but exam questions. I mean, just think of it as an exam. You have to pass the exam. You have to evaluate how you did amongst everybody else that applied. And then you move on to, I believe, like third round interviews. And then we'll decide from there. Okay. Um, so, yeah. It, it's really competitive, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, but you have to know what to study. But I don't know. A lot of people have kind of mentioned their issues with coding exams or just how they go about it. Some companies just because, not that it's not accurate, but um, it can leave room for blanks and people who essentially memorize questions or try to memorize types of questions. It's like the SAT, like the more money you have, you can hire a tutor. The tutor has learned what the exam entails, how they make it. And so they can essentially teach you how to answer questions and not necessarily the content of the exam. Does that make sense? So that's why people, a lot of people have said like taking these standardized tests aren't really a matter of actual intelligence, but at times your socioeconomic um, standing um, for the reasons I just explained. So, this place is so quiet. Um, so, you know, how can you position yourself, right? You need to pick up, pro you, first of all, you need to get in to the interview. And, and I can talk for different people. So I can talk as if um, you do a different job, you know, because if you're a consultant or you run your own company, there's a different way you would need to go about this. Um, it would be more magnified in comparison to, um, where am I going? in comparison to you know people who work for somebody or work in a company so i'm gonna talk touch on them first i can't talk okay so you want to take on certain types of projects that can not even make you look better but in general do stuff okay you need to do stuff you need to take up projects and do stuff okay you said that you learned such and such and such and such 
and you're trying to apply for a job, let's say you, you took class in like Python, you want to be able to interview in Python. Not only that, but you want people to maybe stare at your resume for much longer. As you know, a lot of people have already learned coding late. You know, they've done lots of projects, depending on if they got an internship. So if you can only imagine like how competitive that would be, right? So you need to start adding to your rapport. You know, why you? You know what I mean? Because a lot of us know Python. A lot of us can learn Python. You know, a lot of us can do stuff in other coding languages or pick up things quickly. So why you? Like, why would we consider you? And so with that, you want to work on projects that will make, that will answer these types of questions and at least can get you in the door. Also, the art of doing projects and, and, and you know what, let me just give you a straight, like, not even answer. I haven't been lying all this time. I haven't been stalling, but I feel like, I, I, let me talk about myself is what I mean. Let me talk about myself. So this also goes with opportunities because things are so competitive. Sometimes, frankly, you just won't get it. So the question some of you might be asking is like, so how do I get in a project or work with people that I need to use that project to get into like an internship or a job? Like how, like, where do I even begin? You start looking, you start thinking, you start writing down ideas, you start creating. Think of simple problems. Like for the Java class that I took, we had to do these little stupid ass projects. Also, um, this might not be made clear, but I actually hate Java. I hate it. I, I regret that being the first language I had to learn because it's so fucking confusing. And it probably was because of my professor as well and how things were taught and how the curriculum was structured. Maybe, maybe, um, but I just, I don't know. I wouldn't really recommend that being like the first language you look into. So try something, try Python, please. Try Python, like try something easier. Um, it's not even easier, but just easier syntax and just, uh, uh, okay. So um, rant over, but you want to try working on projects and, and how do you come up with those projects? You have to think. You know, use your mind. You know, I have, I've seen people that they, they do anything. Like I, for example, like I knew people, guys in a dorm, they hated, they hated the fact that they had to swipe their card. They literally, they thought about, they were like, why can't we just tap our card? Why the fuck do we have to put in a code? This takes too much time. I just want this door open. There's literally a better way for this to look, a better way, like a better ergonomic feel. I just don't like it. So don't tell anybody I said this. <laughs> but they literally took it out. So they were like, so what can we do about this? You know what I mean? They literally took out part of the door and rewired, um, they rewired the keypad um, and turned it into and turned it into a touch screen and also just like a car reader um, I, as you would at the door and then they inserted it back in the door <laughs> and then they just essentially they, they the way they coded it is that whenever their specific id comes on because i'm pretty sure our school ids come with like a chip etc etc they put the, their actual code for the door so that they wouldn't need to type anything in they can just tap it and it would just work just like that um i don't know if they got in trouble hopefully i think they they wanted to do it with their dorm i think the building said no and they just uh, they were engineers they work in like they work in another department so i think they did it to one of the doors that they had to do the same thing with 
and installed that there instead. Because you know they like students to think about these types of things um, and break down their doors and reinstall new ones. So that was something that took place. And the, you know the, that's a, that's really small. That's a small project. You know, um, someone might be like, well, how do I do this? How do I even like? Where do I even get materials to install? like a touch screen like how the fuck do people even do this and i get it okay but you have to find out you have to find out what works and you have to go from there okay these questions that you're asking how 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 start finding answers okay so what i just said search it up if you want to do the same thing it's a small project that you do and then when you're done not to say that you lie but like Say that you, like for example, they could probably, they're probably saying, oh, we did this at our university. We reinstalled such and such as a project. You know, we, they challenged us with testing our skills. So we took up this project with I and three other engineers. We reinstalled, we had to learn how to rewire these circuits to code this. We didn't learn this, but we had to do this. You know what I mean? Like imagine how someone had to frame that to make that look good. And that's miniature, okay. This is like mini. This is something small. Okay. So, I just want you guys to think about things like that. For me, okay, what did I do? So for me, it was, I just made my, okay, and this is, I guess, Avenue B. So let's say, well, Avenue 1 is you get accepted to work on a project with other people so that you can use that project later to work on something bigger or in an internship or in a company or to get the acceptance, right? And, and, and it's not only the acceptance, but it's to teach you the skills, okay? Um, and the only reason why I keep talking about the acceptance and getting in the door and getting through these interviews and get, because you're a middle level person, okay? You're applying to work in other people's companies. So you are looking for the, you're looking for a job. You're looking for something that will pay you money for the skills that you have, right? And that is competitive, okay? The job market is, is hard, okay? It's hard. And that's the only reason why I keep talking about the whole, it's not just the project, but it's also just the, how can this take you? Where can this take you? Can it get you through the door? Okay, how can it get you to argue for more pay? You know, how can you build yourself to such a point where you have enough skills to make something of your own? Which, not like that's something I recommend for people, but like on the lowest of keys, like on the lowest of keys. That's how I feel, okay? That's how I personally feel. But you don't have to do the same. But if you're trying to work for someone else, you have to actually get in the door, you have to get accepted, okay? And then you can start arguing with pay. The more experienced you are, obviously, the more you can be like, I can leave this joint at any moment in time. So get to work, you know? So the first avenue I talked about, they, um, you know, they created a project, but they kind of came into it on their own. Um, but the second avenue I want to talk about is how people will have to create their own projects in order to essentially find their opportunities. Okay, what does that mean? That means that essentially, maybe people close the door on you. Okay, maybe, okay, actually, yeah, going back to me. I feel like I wasn't being given opportunities that I feel like I needed to progress myself and to progress my life in a certain way and order that I wanted it to be, I became very destitute 
and angry because I was like, if you guys don't let me into this project that I'm supposed to use to build up my resume and my rapport, how the fuck am I supposed to get an interview? How, if I don't get an internship, how the fuck am I, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine like competing with people? Like I go to, well, I actually, I don't want to mention where I go, but let's just say that there are a lot of competitive people with a lot of resources to acquire different opportunities. Damn, like there, there are literally schools. Um, I, I won't mention, okay, I, I really don't wanna get too many details, but there are schools out there, Ivy's included. Well, I, I, let me talk about Ivy there. Let me talk about these really good um, private schools. You know, think Duke, think, think like, it's a good Vanderbilt, Stanford, MIT, you know what I mean? Caltech, Pomona, you know, schools like that, really good private schools. You are competing with people who go to some of these private schools where they almost get exclusive hiring. Okay, there are literal companies that will not go to certain, they will literally not go to certain state schools, not because those state schools are bad. Actually, some state schools, you know, are really good, um, really, really good. And I'm not just talking about Cal, um, I'm not just talking about, um, Berkeley, you know, I'm not talking about the Cal California like state school. I'm, I'm talking about a lot of other state schools that are really good. Um, and I'm not talking about you, Michigan. I'm talking about other schools, okay? <laughs> other schools, other schools, okay? Um, there are schools that are not these IVs and that are not um, some of these state schools where essentially they will literally, some of these companies will literally go and poach these students. They don't even want to go to like the others. They don't want to go to the others. They want to go for the people at MIT and Berkeley. Okay. They want to go for, you know, they, and, and it's just, I don't know. So, you know, just to give you like, just to give you kind of like a, a little like thing, just a, just an insider. Cause like I have friends that go to some of these schools and like, I live obviously near, if you can not tell, like I, I, I know people and I've been around a specific institution in my area for long enough where they bring in certain companies that literally do not go to the state school. Um, I feel like there's a slight problem for various reasons, but, but, she's so cute. Okay. So adorable. Um, so as I was saying, so for me, it's like, how do I get an opportunity, you know, that is supposed to project me and make me as a competitive candidate as I do not go to an Ivy League, you know what I mean? I don't go to MIT either, you know? So like, I don't go to, you know, I'm not at Stanford or Duke, you know what I mean? So like, how is it that I'm supposed to compete with these people that not only get poached more but they also get more resources at their university the university is literally like you know what do whatever the fuck you want here's a hundred thousand just here just take it. take the money figure it out do something fun make our school look good you know because we can you know because they can right so you have to open your own doors okay when, when one door closes, you know, you hear that quote, when one door closes, another one opens. What you need to do is you need to go to Home Depot or Home Depot. <laughs> you need to go to Home Depot. 
you need to get some fucking wood, a hammer, some nails, a screwdriver, whatever you need to create the door closing and swiveling. You need to literally go back into that empty three-dimensional white space that we're going back into. Talking about this when one door closes, another one. You need to go there with your supplies. And then you need to build the door. Okay, build the swivel thing, build the, the doorknob. And then you literally need to open it and then walk through it and then close it behind you. That is what you need to do. And that was really extra, but like, I'm just being dead ass. I am really just being honest. You have to make your own opportunities, okay? And it doesn't need to be when all else fails. Sometimes that might just be one of the best things that you could have done for yourself, okay? So you're gonna make your own opportunity. You're gonna make, you're gonna come up with your own thing. You're gonna start it probably on your own, obviously, because you know, you, you're trying to make your own door, make your own opportunities and say fuck everybody else you know what I mean? so you're gonna do that you're gonna do it with style class and professionalism and the reason why i kind of mentioned those things isn't to sound like a head ass but like you want to go about this in a concise manner like how if you if you join someone else's project what do they have together they have meeting minutes together you know they they have to they had goals project goals they had to do changes in projects they had to pitch, okay? They had to get things cleared for a budget, you know? What did they need? How did they do it? You kind of want to go along. You, essentially, I'm saying, like, you need to take yourself seriously and make your opportunity that you just made legitimate, okay? Sometimes you may not need to work with, like, a PhD supervisor, professor, lecturer. Sometimes you can ask for advice. Sometimes you just need to be like, hey, I'm working on this thing. I just, you know, it could ask you some questions. This was your background, just from time to time. Maybe just asking for you to like look over what I'm doing, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, you know, these are the types of things that you want to try and do. You know, you want to try and make sure that you are able to get it together so that when everything is complete, you can essentially say, this is what I did. You know, everything is kind of together, okay? The opportunity has been completed. Maybe it branches off to a new opportunity. Oh yeah, and when that happens, not like have like a phase one and phase two name, but like, let's say something turns into something bigger. Have a name for the first one and then have a name for the second. <laughs> so that you can essentially be like, so essentially if you wanted to claim them separately, you can, okay? And if you want to claim that together, you can. And essentially it looks like you've been working on like two different So like, <clears throat> so yeah, um, that is my advice, right? Another advice is in terms of this pay. Um, I know I talked about that in the beginning, but I'm gonna address that and then I think I'm gonna go because it's been like 25 minutes and I'm not really sure who else is listening, right? When you, you need to value yourself more. I don't know how many times I have to say this shit. I don't know how many times I have to like argue for this. Don't accept anything that you don't want which sounds not even like high tone or high class, but like, stop accepting shit, okay? Stop accepting things that you do not want, okay? Because what happens when you accept it and that's the only thing on the table? Then you're too busy stuck in an opportunity that not only do you not want, but it, it literally is not the best one for you. It doesn't work for you. It's not even, it, it doesn't even pay well. Like, I, I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to where it's like, 
they're being paid minimal it's just it's just a it's just a shit show it's a shit show and i know that obviously obviously all of it is not their fault but like try and refrain from try and refrain from even putting yourself in an opportunity that you know you don't want you know you won't like you know is just miserable not even and i'm not just talking about emotion i mean like even like at, at the, like let's say it just even comes down to like pay you cannot pay your bills with 7 30 an hour okay i don't not like i don't care maybe i don't know i don't know if i'm speaking from a place of privilege but i i really am speaking like honestly when i say stop accepting things that are absolutely re- reprehensible okay if you know for a fact that if all else feels this was it for you and it's still like a nah but you had to accept it because you opened yourself up to it you'll be taking on you'll be taking a loss you'll be taking an l okay so refrain okay i don't care if you have to make it come down to pay i don't care what you got to do but like i'm really just being honest i am really just being honest cut it out cut it out cut it out it's either you believe in yourself enough to apply for the things that you want and that and, and obviously create some middle ground but it only it can only be middle ground that you accept and that you can do you know like how you apply for college you maybe you apply for the ivy leagues but you apply for the middle ground the schools that are not ivy leagues that you would feel okay going to you would feel no no it's not even okay you feel good going to they have a solid pro- range of programs you have multiple options they fund their students they care about their undergrads sometimes most of the time and you're able to do it and if that's not what you want then it's a not you know what I mean um, so I might honestly just break this up into two and just have another one to continue talking about this because I don't think I'm done. So I will talk to you guys later. If you have any questions, email me at celizecorner at gmail.com. That is C-E-L-A-M-C-E-L-A-I-S-C-O-R-N-E-R at gmail.com. All right, bye.